0: Welcome to this week's episode of Serving the Community Podcast. Each week, your host, Tricia Stutzel, is highlighting people and organizations in our communities that are serving through volunteer work and giving back to make our community, country, and even the world a kinder place to live. Hello and a welcome to this week's episode of Serving the Community podcast. My name is Trisha Stetzel, owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions and founder of Serving the Community. I'm really excited about the guests that I have on today. She and I met. Uh, through a mutual contact. And I was invited to come and um, share my story at a leadership training, which is where she and I met. And I'm really excited for her to come in and talk about her organization today. So Amelia Peacock with Grace After Fire, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so very much. And thank you so much for
0: having me. Absolutely. So just before the show, we were talking a little bit about um, your move. So you've recently moved from the Houston area into San Antonio, which is helping Grace After Fire expand, right, which is so important. Uh, I love the organization. I love the mission that that you guys have. So Amelia, give us a little bit about your background and how you found Grace After Fire.
1: Ooh, so that was it was very interesting. Um, you know, after I got out of the Marine Corps, I wasn't real sure what I was looking for. So I kind of bounced around. I ended up in Virginia, went to school, got my degrees, got my associate's degree, um, got my bachelor's degree and everything. And then after that, you know, during school, I also got paid to travel the state of Virginia. So that was pretty cool. That's so awesome. I got to travel all over um, and got paid to do it. So it was really neat. But um, in my travels, because I love travel, I you know bounced around. I worked on the BP oil spill in Florida and then in Mississippi. And then I ended up coming home. I stayed at my dad's for six months trying to figure out what to do with my life. And then I got back to life in the real world in 2011 and got to Houston. And when I got to Houston, I did so many different things. I, you know, was in the insurance world. I was in the car sales business. Um, I was in, you know, recruiting business. I worked in the parts department for a heavy machinery company. I have a variety of background. I I can do a lot of different things, but I really wasn't finding um, my fit. And what happened was there was, I'm not sure how. It was somehow on my phone, I found a thing called a Women Veterans Empowerment Expo. And I don't know how I found it. I'm sure it was God. Uh, but I found that. <laughs> and that was in 2017. So I had kind of jumped around. I really didn't have many friends. I was working and working, working, working. And that was about it. And like I said, it, it I really just didn't find anything. But when I found this Women Veterans Empowerment Expo, I was very excited. So I went. And. I they talked about, you know, all the different um, availability for organizations in the in the Houston area, the different nonprofits available, the different um, opportunities. They had, you know, one of the congresswomen come and speak. And so it's really neat to see all those things. And then they have like break, breakout sessions. We went into these breakout sessions, and one of them was a class that we broke that they talked on, and we talked about um, just some different types of emotions and things like that. And it, whatever it was in that class, it just, it hit me. And so I found the table for grace after fire afterwards. I was like, I've got to talk to y'all, whatever that was. I need some of that in my life because <laughs> this is the first time I have ever felt connected. Um, and, and it just felt like a fit. It was like, oh, I've just stepped back into my world, <laughs> you know? And so it was really neat. Um, and so from then, I just I latched on. You know, Tana Pressure, um, she was the outreach coordinator at that time, and she trained me on how to uh, how to complete the table talk, the peer to peer facilitation program. So the table talk, called Me Camo, um, that is our program that we utilize uh, for peer to peer programming. And so I facilitated that for a year and a half for a group of ladies um, at Santa Maria. And, and I just, I enjoyed every bit of it. We got to grow, we got to look at the transition of life, the transition of what that transition looks like for a veteran, especially a woman veteran, right? Because there's a lot of things that we don't get to talk about in the military. And so it's very important after to be able to discuss those items and recognize what they are, I think. And so this, this table talk allows you to really dig into those things and the transition that you have out of the military and where you're going next in life, what you're looking for, right? And so through that, I just, I made a lot of good friends. I made a lot of great connections. And after a year and a half, you know, it was interesting because the first time I met the president and CEO, I walked into her office to do the training for the facilitation. And um, we sat down and I had brought my resume because I was I was looking for a way in. <laughs> before I even did the facilitation training, I was looking for a way in. I was like, here's my resume just in case. And we did an impromptu interview on the spot <laughs> before I went and did the facilitation training. And then a year and a half later, we did another interview and I finally got brought on board uh, full time. And I've been with them ever since. And and like you mentioned, I was in Houston as the outreach coordinator. And then now I've moved to the San Antonio area. Um, You know, we've been out here actually in the San Antonio area for quite a while. We actually helped um, the St. Philip's uh, Good Samaritan Veterans Outreach and Transition Center, which is where I'm located here in San Antonio. Um, we actually worked with them and and helped them like we were one of the founding organizations that helped to open the building and everything so it's really neat um, but yes definitely looking to strengthen our bonds and i've been meeting so many great people so many great organizations um it's a little overwhelming but i'm excited because i'd rather be overwhelmed than underwhelmed and it's yes. been really exciting here so
0: absolutely and you know as you were talking through your story by the way thank you for your service my sister marine yes (laughs) ma'am
1: thank you for your Um,
0: service absolutely as you were talking through your story and you know finding your passion there were so many things that you did coming out of the military and none of them felt like the thing right and and it's hard to to identify or even yes. right define that thing. But it yes. becomes that passion that you're so passionate mm-hmm. about. And, you know, coming from the military space, we did we you move so much. It's hard mm-hmm. to build those long-lasting relationships. Mm-hmm. Now some of us have them. You shared with yes. me before we started the show that you've got some boot camp sisters that you're still friends yes. with, right? <laughs> yes. And those kinds of relationships mm-hmm. last forever. But many of the other people that we encounter throughout our military careers, we don't because we're there for such a short period of time, we don't have time to create those bonds and having an organization like grace after fire is so important, particularly, I believe, for women, as you mentioned earlier, so many women um, don't find the need to support other women. Uh, you know, whether it's coming from the military or even a corporate background, which I have both, yes. and we're always competing for something, right? We're competing mm-hmm. for that next position and we don't always support each other the way we should. So I love the idea of being a part of an organization where women are helping other women as they transition into whatever you know, the, the next thing is right. And all of yes, us ma'am. finding our passion. So let's talk more about grace after fire and what they're doing for the female veteran community. And you mentioned color me camo, you mentioned mm-hmm. table top table topics, right? Uh, table talk, color. Talk, me Camo. That's it. Yes, ma'am. yes. Table Talk, yes, Color Me Camo. I'm going to get yes, it right. Ma'am. I wrote up my notes and I didn't look down. Um, no and I would, I'd like to focus in that space because I think mm-hmm. that particular program is really important. So tell us more about that.
1: So Table Talk, Color Me Camo is a, it's a program that was developed about, I think in about 2012. If I remember correctly. And what it does is it really looks at that transition. You know, and so as better as women veterans, um, I can say this, and, and many other women veterans will immediately agree: the transition from military service to civilian world does not end. It is always going to be there. There's always going to be a level of it there. And so looking at that transition from a perspective of Having other women veterans, so other sisters in your room where you're not having to explain what it means when I say, uh, you know, an admiral on deck moment, you get it. (laughs) Um, I don't have to explain what it means when we say certain terms, you get it. Um, And it, it just makes for being able to really talk and open up and create those lasting relationships that you're talking about. Because this walks you through the base. For me, it's the transition from your military career to your civilian life. And then anywhere in that civilian term, where are you looking to go? Where do you want to go? And where do you want to end up? So what are your goals? Where are you at now? And what are the steps that we need to take to actually get you to get there? So how do we do that? We talk and we utilize peer facilitation. And it's not a counseling by any means. It's not counseling. It is a group of women, women, veterans who are there to listen to each other, to hear what each other have to say, and to support each other. And that is my favorite. Oh, I get chill bumps because that is my favorite part when like we have this one um, uh a, a event that we do or in a in you know a task that we do during one of the groups and it's one of my favorites because it's about halfway through the the groups and the topics and so women have really kind of gotten to know each other and and that vulnerability is starting to open up right and it's one where you're able to have everyone write down on a mirror something about that person something positive about that person and so when they get that back Sometimes we have all these different things in our head about who we are and what we are and what needs to be done or whatever. We don't see the beauty around us. And so I just, I, that's one of my favorite things to see those women just lifting each other up and to see the other women be like, oh, this is what people think of me. Oh, this is, they see this, they see that. And and oh, I'm sorry, I got goosebumps all over. But, Me too. <laughs> but to see these women experience that, and and that just strengthens that relationship so much more, and just and it just provides that base. Like we have one woman veteran who um, actually see it in this this month's newsletter. Um, you know, she mentioned to us that she had lost a lot of her battle buddies. Um, a lot of her battle buddies had taken their lives, unfortunately, and um, and um, she has been joining our, our tabletop comedy cameras, and she was like, you know, it just even though I've lost my battle buddies, it feels like I've got some more, and so just knowing that we're making that impact and knowing that she can reach out at any time whether it's for a peer-to-peer, hey, sis, I'm doing this and I just need you to lift me up. Or, hey, sis, I'm looking for X, Y, Z. Where do I go? Because that's what this is. You know, we can do nothing alone. (laughs) We have to have our sisters, our supporters, our, you know, our our warriors with us. Um, And we can do nothing alone. And that's the importance of the community. You know, and that's why the community resource navigation, that it goes all of it plays along together. You know, the entire services of everything that we provide, it all goes together. Um, and it, because it's everything is about working to empower the woman veteran, to help the woman veteran help herself, to help her get renewed, to gain for protection if she needs it, you know, for connection. Um, yeah. you know, it's just <laughs>
0: Sorry. Gonna... I know I didn't know I was going to need tissues, Amelia. I, you should <laughs> I apologize. I didn't know. <laughs> no, either. there's no reason. There's no reason to apologize at all. I mean, no. that is one of the that is what I find so meaningful about what your organization is doing is that one these women can come and have a connection and use the vocabulary and the language that they're used to, right? And we can all talk and use that military verbiage, if you will, right? Or buzzwords, whatever you want to call them. Yes, And the (laughs) others understand, right? They get it. They know exactly what you mean, but the peer facilitation I think is so important, you know, even in my own business and the business of serving the business community, that's my favorite thing to do is peer facilitation where we're bringing business owners together. And like in your organization, bringing these women together who just need each other, you know, believe it or not. And I know some people are going to think that I am completely crazy. We need other humans. Yes, yes, we do. Yes, we, <laughs> we do. do. As many yes. times as I've heard someone say, you know, they um, just need, they want to be alone. They don't need human right. touch. That's a baloney, right? It's yeah. a baloney. It is. We need each other yes. and particularly women. I was having a conversation before I got on with you with another uh, lady and we were talking Listen. about putting your oxygen mask on first. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> so many of us as women don't put our ourselves first, right? Mm -hmm. And we matter. Mm -hmm. Our health matters. Our mental Mm -hmm. health matters. Our physical health matters. We can't help others unless we take care of ourselves first. And we have to be okay. We have to be okay with putting ourselves first sometimes. And I love the activity of riding on a mirror, (laughs) like you were talking about, where giving the perception from others, because again, as women, we don't perceive ourselves In the way that other people see us. And we need to hear that. It's so important. Thank you for sharing that. That That yes, is yeah. just, it's amazing that you guys are doing that. And I know that you guys have so many other activities and events that you do inside your organization. Awesome. I promise all of our listeners that I'm going to put that in the show notes. So all you awesome. have to do is point and click <laughs> and you can go and find it. I'll make sure that you have access to the newsletter and all of those things, because awesome. I'd like to spend some time, Amelia, on how do people awesome. get involved. I think that's, what's really important here. One, if you need or you feel the need to be a part mm-hmm. of this organization because you are a female veteran. And then on the other side of that, whether you are or not, and you feel mm-hmm. the need to serve, how do you get involved?
1: Absolutely. Thank you so very much for
0: asking that question.
1: Guys, it is so easy. Guys and gals, easy, easy peasy. Go to www.graceafterfire.org. So graceafterfire.org. You're going to go there on the top uh, right-hand side. There's going to be a button that says log in. Click that button. If you click that button, it'll give you three options at the bottom. There's going to be three check boxes and it'll say volunteer. I want to volunteer. I want to, you know, submit to the newsletter. And then, ooh, what is this? Open this registration or open this. I'm a veteran. Oh, look at that. I'm gonna click this one. That's the one that you have to click if you're a veteran because that leads you to do our form and submit your DD-214 so we can work with you. Um, For volunteers and everything, once you submit your documentation, your information, it'll send your emails, you'll be reached out to by our intake coordinator or by one of the outreach coordinators and we will go from there. But there's so many different opportunities for volunteering here in San Antonio, as well as in Houston. Um, both, both sides can definitely utilize volunteers at all times. And that, that ranges from, I mean, there's so many different opportunities from helping us with different events to being there for, you know, like I'm, so many opportunities. I lost my train of thought. It's okay. <laughs> <There's so laughs> you know, but but that's a definite way to get involved. Um, once you go to our website, everything we do is on our website. Our events calendar, that is a huge spot that you want to check out, especially for the women veterans. Um, our events calendar is where you can actually get involved with the tabletop colony camera. So, once okay. you have, and as a woman veteran, you have to submit your dv 214 or your verification of service. Um, and it does not matter any, we accept all discharge types. There is no discrimination on any type of discharge. We work with every single person as long as you can provide a verification of service or a dv 214 and a woman. Name. Okay. That's Verity. fantastic. Identified as a female veteran. Okay. okay.
0: And that's getting involved on the inside, right? Being a part oh, yeah. of yes. uh, the folks that you're reaching out to. What about mm-hmm. your volunteers? Do they need to have service?
1: No, ma'am, not at all. Volunteers are able to come in if they would, if, if the mission and vision of our organization is something that inspires them, we would love to have their assistance. We have so many different events coming up, Um, we have a night with the Rockets coming up, we have, you know, uh, the Camp Hope barbecue cook-off coming up, we need volunteers for that, you know, there's so many different things, Um, so we're definitely looking for volunteers of all nature, does not have to have prior service, it can be someone who just wants to support their uh, women veterans in that community.
0: That's excellent, and I suspect that that's a great way for our veteran spouses to get involved as yes. well. So tell me this, Amelia, do you take male volunteers as well?
1: Absolutely. It just depends on what the event is. It's really going to be dependent upon the event. If it's, a, if it's an event for all women, it's, it might be a little difficult to put that person in a spot that would be useful. Um, we would always try to make any accommodations at all. Um, however, it would just really depend upon the type of event. But yes, we do take male veterans. For assistance at all times they can be a huge help sometimes my hands don't want to pick things up and i need some (laughs) extra muscle i'm sorry but i do
0: that's right we need strong backs sometimes right and And that that could be that could be age too yes (laughs) absolutely good thank you so much for coming to talk with me today I've been really excited you've been booked on the show for a long time and I'm really excited that today finally came because I knew we would have a great conversation your organization is amazing what you're doing for our female veterans is just beyond words and the emotion that comes out of you when you talk about what uh what you're doing here I can tell that you found your passion And I'm so glad that you have, and I'm so glad that you came to talk with me about it today.
1: I definitely appreciate it, Tricia, so, so very much. I mean, I just, I appreciate the opportunity to be here and to spend some time with you as well. Um, And I do just want to mention one additional item um, for women veterans in the Gulf Coast region and in the Alamo region. We do have a financial assistance program It covers 22 counties in the state of Texas within those two different regions. So if you're interested or if you're in need, please let us know. It also assists with car repairs, as well as dental repair, um, car insurance, your rent, first month and move-in costs, mortgage, car insurance. Please let us know how we can be of assistance.
0: That is excellent. And Amelia, I'm sure we, I have a lot of business owners uh, that listen to my podcast and I'm assuming that you would never turn away a business sponsor. (laughs) Oh no, ma'am. We
1: have, we have different options for sponsors. So please, 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 if you're interested, we also have opportunities to be highlighted in our newsletter, um, different things of that nature. So we're always looking for sponsors who are interested in working with us as well. Uh, Please reach out and we can definitely get you to the right people.
0: Excellent, thank you so much and everything that Amelia uh, mentioned today for links and contact information will be in the show notes, all you have to do is point and click if you would like to get involved in grace after fire. Please reach out to Amelia and her team, whether you're a veteran looking for a support team or someone who wants to volunteer to support grace after fire or even a business who would like to sponsor I know that you are welcome at grace after fire Amelia Thank you again.
1: Thank you, Tricia. You have a blessed day.
0: Thank you very much. And that concludes this week's podcast, Serving the Community.